Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. It's your daily dose of Donna. Welcome to the show. Today is Wednesday, July 19th. I am like a little bit frazzled today. I was just talking to my TikTok community. I woke up this morning crazy early by chance, woke up at 5 a.m. And then I was like, F it, I'm going to go over to my 5.30 a.m. F45 class, which I haven't done forever. And so I think it's thrown me off. Then I realized I came home, I did some work, and then I realized, oh my gosh, I already signed up for a 9 a.m. hot yoga sculpt class at Core Power down the street. And if I don't go, I will get charged, you know, that like cancellation fee. Gotta go to yoga. So I have already burned over 750 exercise calories today at 11 a.m. Like I feel a little bit all over the place. The good news is today I have to record this podcast and then I have I have a few calls actually with some potential clients. And then um, other than just some like back-end work and recording my Patreon episode, I am going to go get a massage. At least a foot massage. You know those like foot massages here in LA? At least they have one. It's called foot inspiration and they you keep your clothes on, but it's like one of those dark rooms. Tons of – like there's other people in the room and you sit on this like big chair and and they massage you over your clothes, but you put your feet in the like the water. Oh, it's amazing. When I went to Thailand a few years ago, I've been twice, but when I went to Thailand, I would spend that – it's like $10 for a one-hour foot massage every single freaking night and it would put me to sleep. I have narcolepsy when it comes to foot massages. If Lance touches my feet for a foot massage, I'm out. So if I wake up in the middle of the night and I can't sleep, I'll be like, Lance, you want to massage my feet? He's like, what the? What is wrong with you? You guys, welcome to the show. As always, I have my tangents. I have my rants. And um, for those of you that don't know who I am, my name is Donna Bowling. This is my daily pop culture podcast called Daily Dose of Donna. I've got my dosers watching live on TikTok. I've got my dosers here. If you haven't subscribed yet, get in there. What are you waiting for? You guys, we need to get to 7,000 subscribers. I don't know if this is going to happen by the time I pick up my kids on Sunday from camp. But remember, my eight-year-old was like, mom, get to 7,000. And right now, I'm about 6,500 something. So we need like 500 more subscribers or maybe 400 something. Come on, just do me a solid. Let's let's make Oliver happy. Um, I uh, also appreciate all the new reviews. I got such a sweet review on my podcast page the other day. We always forget because a lot of us don't listen to audio podcasts that like I am I am still wanting to up the amount of people listening to the audio version, although I have so many more people that watch on YouTube. But I got him a comment so sweet on Friday from BMO43. I love this new show. Donna is a warm and thoughtful host with and with her and her husband's experience in the TV industry. I am learning a lot from the details she points out. Love the show too because she gets to the issues in 30 minutes since I don't have time for the hour plus episodes of other reality TV podcasts. You should give the show a shot. So sweet. This is actually the goal for me to do for you is I know that like – 
some of my dosers are like, we want more. That's why you sign up for the Patreon. You get an extra episode every week plus more. And the links are below. But if you just want that 30-minute hit, right, it's a 30-minute dose. It's like get in, get out because I'm like you. I'm busy, but I constantly am listening or watching YouTube and listening to podcasts or watching YouTube. But every time I see something that's like an hour and 45 minutes, I'm like, no way. I do not have an hour and 45 minutes to recap one hour of a TV show. No, no, no. Not me. I like to keep this in 30 minutes. So thank you guys for being here. Okay. So yesterday I spoke all about Bethany and Jill. I had a TikTok that took off because I spoke honestly about the fact that it was a very hard listen to, to listen to the Bethany and Jill podcast. Apparently more people, uh, a lot of people agreed with me on this one. So if you are watching this, you know, I saw a lot of comments yesterday saying, I agree, I agree. It was not to bash Bethany. There was no bashing of Bethany here, but... I just think some people are really good in conversational format. And I listen to podcasts all the time, like I said. And some people are made for a solo show. And some people are made for two. And Bethany, if you like Bethany, you can really only hear her in a solo manner. If you like her in a... um if you don't like Bethany, you're not going to want to hear her at all. But if you do like Bethany, then it's going to uh, it's going to be hard to hear her with with other people. It feels very overpowering. Like, let me get my voice in. There's such power in listening, such power in listening. And if you go back to any of my episodes that I do with guests, which I don't do often, but like I did an episode with Dave Quinn, who you know, the author of Not All Diamonds and Rose. Go check out that episode on Friday of last week, if you notice, I talked over him like maybe two times by mistake because I will let him say his point. Even if I have a question about it, it's like, hold on. Okay. But what about, but it's almost like this need for, no, I need to be right. No, I need to be, no, let me get in my, let me. And then the best part, there was one part of the podcast where I, I, I like visibly rolled my eyes. I was like, <sighs> Because Jill was explaining something, then Bethany kept cutting her off, then Jill was explaining something, Bethany kept cutting her off, then Jill cut off Bethany, and then Bethany cut off Jill, and then Bethany had the these, the the balls to say to Jill, no, Jill, slow down. Slow down for the people that don't really understand what's going on. Slow down. I was like, read the room. <laughs> I'm so interested to know like what's going on really with Paul, her her fiance and her. I mean, I think they really do love each other, but like, does Paul have a job? I know he used to be a producer, but is his job now just producing her? I'm very interested by that. But, you know, she blocked me on TikTok, so we'll leave it at that. OMG, let's talk about a throwback to some shows that I used to watch all the time, and now I like find that they're coming back in my feed. Number one, John and Kate plus eight. Are you guys seeing all this stuff in your feed on page six, et cetera, about like this um, this new Vice TV show that's coming out that's called The Dark Side? What is it called? I have it pulled up. It's called The Dark Side of the 2000s. I'm like, oh, okay, up my alley. The Dark Side of the 2000s. So John and Kate plus eight is like the first episode is basically called John and Kate Plus 8 Family Circus. I know that they're going to have other episodes about all kinds of other things. I saw something about Howard Stern, this and that. But I am so interested in watching this. 
it's a crazy story, actually, if you think about it. I grew up watching John and K Plus 8. I don't remember when that show aired. I mean, I'm 42, so like do the math. I don't remember. But from that day, I mean, what's crazy is I, I loved it. Like loved those first couple episodes or those first couple seasons. Like I thought they were so cute. But when you watch it back, like as an adult, like a fully formed adult, you're like, oh, she's she's literally awful. She's literally the most awful person in the entire world. He's pretty bad too. Cause remember he became like a DJ and this and that. I mean, they're all over the place, but I do really truly feel like he got himself involved in a situation that he couldn't get out of. And for some reason I get this feeling like I watched a scene the other day. I don't know if it was Danny Pellegrino who was talking about this, but like he posted a scene where she was sitting and she was just losing her mind over the way he was breathing during an interview. So they're like sitting next to each other. Remember those cheesy, actually Sister Wives still does it. These like horrible basement, awful, depressing interview backgrounds. Like my husband, Lance, that's what he does. He shoots interviews for a lot of these shows. Like that's pretty much his his majority of his like job on these shows, like Dancing with the Stars or, or – um all those, all those reality shows that you watch. And so he sets them up. Like he makes sure the lighting is good and this and that. He's always in shock when he walks into me watching Sister Wives or like a John and Kate or one of those TLC shows. Like it looks so, I mean, it's crazy. It's like, it's like they had $7 at the, at the, you know, local Joann's and they were like, go create a set. It's shocking. Um, so anyway, uh, so John and Kate would sit there in this tiny ass love seat and her, you know, remember her hair looked like this? Like she had her, the front of her hair looked like this. And then she just had like a whoosh. She was like a snooky, but didn't have any hair down here. And then she got, like she had this. And so <laughs> she goes, um, she goes, John, why are you breathing like that? And he's like, what? I'm just breathing. Just <sighs> She embarrasses this man so badly on public TV that when she yelled at him in the, yes, the original Karen, you guys are so funny. When she yelled at him in the market, do you guys remember? John! Like, and then when she like berated him for not sweeping properly or for giving a kid, you know, peanut butter or gum or something, like it is insane. Ray is so funny. She says, sounds like me and my husband, which is going to bring me to another story in just a moment. Yes, sounds like normal marriages. I don't know if every woman talks to their husband that way or every man talks to their wives in the way, but like it's probably not healthy. However, there is something to be said about like keeping it together when you have an audience. And honestly, I I really truly believe. I really truly believe that some of these people completely lose the mark. They think they're being funny when they're berating their husbands or their wives on TV. It happened the other night on Real Houses in New York. It happened with that Jessel woman, the British woman. Remember, she was like, Jenna Lyons came to her apartment and she's like, hi to the husband. Nice to meet you. I've heard so many great things. And Jessel goes, well, definitely not from me because I don't talk well about my husband. What man? I'm sorry. Thanks, Tina. What man is going to hear that? I'm sorry. I don't care if you are someone that wants to be walked all over, if you are just like, you know, the house husband and not the um, the money maker or whatever, which I don't think is true because I think he works. What man is going to be able to hear that in person alone when no cameras are around and be okay with that, but then hear it 
like have do you have friends like that? Do you guys have friends like that where you go to a party and they think it's really funny to talk shit to their wives and husbands like in not a funny way? Like I Lance and I give each other crap all the time in public, but it's so with love. And I think there's such a difference there, you know? Another another um way that this reminds me of is um this BB Rexa story. Let's talk about this for 2 seconds. BB Rexa couldn't tell you which song she sings, but I know she's a singer. She had this moment where she released, I mean, now this is the year of releasing private text messages. Okay. So she had this moment where she released a private text message um, between her and her ex-boyfriend. And the, the text message is apparently to make him look bad because what it's supposed to do is like, oh my God, I can't believe he would ever say this to you. And this is what the text message is. Ray goes, who? I don't know who she is either. I think I'm too old. 42. So like, do we know? So um, so the text, she shares a text appearing to show the boyfriend calling out her weight gain. I don't know if this is an ex-boyfriend. I don't really know. It says boyfriend. Um, and this is what it says. Okay. Singer BB Rexa has taken to Instagram to share a text message she received criticizing Yes, she got hit by a cell phone at a concert. That's right. She sings, if it's meant to be, it will be in the name of love. I don't know that song. I wish you could sing to me in the comments. Um, so basically, this is the text. And I really need to know if you guys think this is crazy. And if you do, this is probably not the show for you. <laughs> hey, he writes this. Hey, I never said you weren't beautiful and I never said I didn't love you. In fact, I said how beautiful you are and how much I love you. But I always said I would be honest with you and your face was changing, so I told you it was. That was the conversation we were having and you asked because I care. Would you rather I lied to you? You gained 35 pounds. Obviously, you gained weight and your face changes. Should I just pretend it didn't happen and that it's okay? Come on. I gained three pounds and you call me chubs and fat. Doesn't mean you don't love me. If you're trying to find reasons to break up, this makes sense, but it's not the real reason. If you're unhappy with me, yourself, with life, and don't see a future with us, then that's okay, and that's the reason. Don't use something like that to weaponize your anger or anxiety or any insecurity you may have. You know I always found you to be beautiful. I loved you no matter what. I think it's important for you to think about these things and write things down, speak to a therapist, and do this retreat thing to get to the root of the problem. Let me know if you'd like to speak if you need more clarity. Love you. If Lance sent that text to me, even if he hurt my feelings by telling me that I, you know, I looked like I gained weight, I would truly be like, okay, maybe it's, maybe I'm like a little too sensitive here. He always said I would be honest with you. I always said I would be honest with you. I don't know, you guys, people are too serious and too sensitive. I literally said it on my Instagram stories yesterday, the other day, like sometimes if Lance doesn't get me a glass of water when I want one, I call him worse names than that. <laughs> like, what? What? What does she expect? Like, partner, I don't like these things where relationships, you can't be honest with each other. If someone's gaining 35 pounds, it's okay to say, she, he didn't say, hey, fatty, hey, chub. Uh, you know, I can't be with you. I don't want to be with you anymore because you've gained weight. You disgust me. It's very clear that was never the intention. I think what he said was, I love you very much. She asked, did I gain weight? And he's like, what am I going to do? Lie? It's, it's, a, it's a fact. 
30, 35 pounds is not a small thing, you guys. It's one thing if I've gained three pounds. Like sometimes I feel really bloated after like an indulging weekend every weekend lately. And I'll go to Lance and I'll be like, oh, I feel so chubby. And he'll look at me and he'll be like, no. Or he'll be like, okay, well, just like freaking work out for two days. You'll feel better. What am I? I can't be with you. You're making, you're shaming me. I can't do it, you guys. (laughs) Sandy, my husband stepped on the scale and I've laughed. Oh my God. It's, it's, I think like that's when you're in a relationship, when you're with someone and you guys will probably refute this, but I come from a, a very, very, you know, I come from an Israeli family. Okay. My family's Israeli. My mom is blunt as all. She is filter free. She doesn't have one. Um, I try really hard to have a filter, but sometimes it lets out. Sometimes my inability to have a filter comes out a lot of times with my those I love, right? Like my husband or my sister or a best friend or whatever. And sometimes I can imagine that it does make someone feel guilty or or not guilty, um, hurt someone's feelings. And I always take responsibility. I'm sorry that came out rude. I love you. You know, I'm, I, sometimes I don't think before I speak, I will completely take accountability for that. But if I can't be like who I am and honest with Lance, or like my sister, then like what? Like what's happening? Like what? What? I don't want to live in a relationship where my husband gains 35 pounds and I can't say a word. I, I don't know. You Tell me if you guys think I'm wrong. I want to be able to go to my husband and say, babe, and I've done this, babe, I love you. But like either, either let's go to the gym together and like start working out or we have to like watch what we're eating. And I always make it more like we, right? I try really hard to not be like you, although it has come out. I'm not going to lie. And I feel guilty about it. And I always feel like I hurt people's feelings if I do it. And when I say people, I'm not like going up to strangers. I'm just going to be honest. But if you can't tell me, if the person who I've chosen to be with and I'm in a relationship with can't tell me, Donna, I think that you, you know, are like, I want Lance to be able to say, Babe, I think that, you know, you were a little rude on that podcast today, or maybe you shouldn't put that on your Instagram stories, or why did you text that to that person? Or, you know, Lance doesn't tell me that I've gained weight, but that's because I really don't gain weight. It's not that, uh, you know, he wouldn't tell me. I think he would tell me if I let myself go and just like completely like, okay, whatever. Anyway, I'm, 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 I'm going, I'm spiraling. I'm trying really hard to stay, you know, positive and, and PC. And I just, exactly what Ray just said. There is a difference between fat shaming and honest, loving talk. You know, how about asking why the person is gaining weight? 35 pounds is a sign of an emotional problem. And he kind of did. He's like, why don't you like write some of these things down or talk to a therapist so we can get to the root of what the issue is. That's, I mean, God, you guys, it's like, it's really tricky. It's really tricky. Okay. Do you watch Teen Mom or am I the only one stuck in 2003? I caught. Okay, I have PCOS too, by the way. I have PCOS too. She should get on Metformin. I used to be on that. I can't watch Teen Mom. It's one of those shows that I used to watch like obsessively back in the early days and then I stopped because it made me feel gross. Do you know those shows like Catfish also did that? Catfish, Intervention, Hoarders, and Teen Mom. Like those are four shows right off the bat that I'm like, oh, I feel like dirty watching it. Teen Mom made me feel dirty. 
But I just saw a preview about, you know, Macy and Ryan. And this is like, if you wa- if you know, you know, having like a dinner together, like talking and he's crying and I'm thinking, oh my God, do I have to get back into Teen Mom? Now, speaking of another show that I cannot, but I'm doing it for you. I will do it for you, but I couldn't even finish last night was Love Island. I spoke to my dosers on the Facebook group, Daily Dose of Donna, and uh, join if you haven't already. And they asked me to like watch Love Island because they a lot of them watch it. And I tried 20 minutes and I'm like, wait, what? Like, this is real? This is a real show? So should I watch? Like, I will stick with it because my girlfriends also really like it. So I will stick with Love Island for you guys. Okay, a couple other things. Dylan Sprouse, did I tell you guys that I used to cast be a casting director, and I used to cast Sweet Life on Deck. So I, that was my first job as a casting director at 26 years old, 27, 26, 27, was Sweet Life on Deck. It was Sweet Life of Zach and Cody, Dylan and Cole Sprouse's show on Disney, but the spinoff of it. And I did it for about three, four years. So I used to hang out with Dylan and Cole Sprouse. I mean, they were younger kids. They weren't, I think they were like under 18. I feel like they were like 16, 17, 15 to 18 around that time. Anyway, they used to hang out in my, um, in my office. I'll tell you guys all about that this week on the Patreon. How about that? I'll go deep into my casting career because a lot of you guys are interested. Dylan Sprouse got married and I was so happy to see that. He got married to his, his longtime girlfriend, Barbara, I think her name is Palvin in Hungary and I'm Hungarian. I felt like it was a full circle moment. I was really happy to see that. Another thing that we need to talk about really fast is VPR. Vanderpump Rules, here's the update. And this is the problem, y'all. I found myself not giving a shit about Vanderpump Rules behind the scenes. Are you still going to watch this? Are you still going to listen to the show? I know I'll get back, but I am so like over it right now. I don't need to see. Why are you showing us everything? Why do we know that you're in Lake Tahoe right now? With Why do we know that Sheena, Lala, James, Allie, and both the Toms are in Lake Tahoe right now? I don't want to know. Ooh, I'm from Tahoe and I don't see that restaurant doing good there. What restaurant, Jessica? Am I missing something? Are they building a restaurant in Tahoe? I'm so over it, you guys. When I saw pictures of Sheena and Lala, like, on the plane, and then you see James, like, riding around on the scooter, and then you know that the Toms are there because you see Schwartz, you hear Sandoval. What are we doing? Why are we seeing all this? Why was Katie, oh, Lisa's opening a restaurant in Tahoe? That seems odd. Yeah, both Toms were together. Why was Katie... Katie wasn't there. Ariana wasn't there. I have not seen Ariana in any paparazzi in the last few days, so I don't know where she is. But Katie was at Sir with Stassi and, this is going to come out of left field, author Colleen Hoover. What? Is Colleen joining Vanderpump Rules? Oh, Ariana's on Love Island. Interesting. Um, What? I'm just over it now. Like, I want them to be told that they are on social media blackout. I don't want to see it. No, Dancing with the Stars hasn't started. Not at all. Yes, Colleen Hoover was at dinner last night with Stassi and Katie Maloney and two other people. Oh, Lucas Gage. Like, to get even weirder, actor Lucas Gage and then some other, someone else at, sir, 
did they just throw pop culture names in a hat, shake it around, and then pull them? I mean, I know Katie and Lucas Gage are friendly. I know Stassi and Katie are friendly. I know Colleen Hoover is like a boss. How many people here have written Colleen, read Colleen Hoover books? Literally, this woman has written more books than uh, – she's, she's sold more books than um, the Bible, you guys. That's nuts. Um, Colleen is friends with Lucas. Interesting. Is Lucas with his husband still? I've, I haven't heard any different. Oh my gosh, someone gave me some cute heart. Lourdes, thank you. I got hand hearts on TikTok. So anyway, you guys, today is just a little bit of a, oh, an update about Miranda Lambert. Miranda Lambert yesterday, um, I told you guys all about this whole thing that happened at the concert. And there's all these people coming back and saying like, I am on team Miranda over this. I am still not because this is like a clearly a pattern. She's done this over and over and over. Yesterday, she posts a picture on her Instagram feed. She doesn't mention a word about this. And what she's doing is just pretending like she did something for a, like a charity or whatever. And it's called like, got, I think her shirt said like, got balls or something. I have no idea. But she's clearly not interested whatsoever with the, with, with the issues, like with the problems. Um, that to me is probably what her publicist is saying. Like, don't even address it. But if I were her, I would address it. I would say, you know what? I do agree that my emotions got the best of me at the same time. I I'm going to instill a no photography, um, rule at all my future concerts. And that would have been a really good way to say, I apologize for acting like this, but yes, she's known to be mean as F and I've gotten so, so, so many private messages from people who know personally either friends of or know or have seen Miranda Lambert being a jerk. So what is the, wait, did you see my DM about Jill's mic? No. Where did you send it, Chris? Is it on Instagram or here? Cause I never see. Oh, on the funeral episode, Jill is wearing a mic. Okay. On my TikTok, I never see messages on TikTok. If you guys want to send me messages, always send it over on Instagram at This Is Donna Bowling. Or if you're on the Facebook page, I'm not very good at Facebook messages. But if you're on the Patreon, I definitely see your messages there. Okay, so now I'm learning here that Jill definitely was mic'd at the funeral. But how do we know for sure, for sure? Is there a video that shows the mic? Do we have an actual picture? Yes, her audio was clear as day. She has to be wearing a mic. That is... I don't know if I'll text Lance while we're doing this right now. Lance, for those of you guys that are new here, Lance is my camera operator husband. He knows all about this stuff. Quick question. If you are not mic'd, but the person you're shooting with is, would your audio picked up. Sorry, guys. Do, 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 do. Um, rem- okay. Because they were on, they were both on the street. They both have crystal clear audio. So for those of you that don't really know what we're talking about, um, 
yesterday on this podcast between Bethany and Jill. The big drama was this funeral. Jill Zarin's husband, Bobby, had died. And apparently there was this big back and forth about whether or not Jill knew that they were filming Real Housewives at the funeral. Well, Bethany says that she was told that she did know and that it was approved. Jill says she had no idea that they were shooting. I tend to not believe that Beth, that um, Bravo would do that. I tend to not believe that Bravo would bring cameras and just say that right Im- immediately. Um, I mean, to bring cameras to a funeral without getting like the proper approval. It just doesn't make any, any sense. Um, a lot of you guys are saying that she was lying. Jill had to keep... <sighs> Okay, so Jill was saying you didn't they did not get a release from me. They did not I was not miked. But how do we know? Someone needs to come out from Bravo and answer because Bethany like attacked Bravo for that. Do you guys remember that? Yes, the confrontational the, the entire podcast was an absolute shit show and we can definitely agree. All right, Lance just joined TikTok. Welcome Lance. Because I'm still recording the YouTube show and the um the audio show. I have to keep this going, but can you answer us, camera operator that knows audio, if someone is mic'd on a public street in New York City and the other person is not mic'd, would the other person's audio be clear as day? There's no boom, right? There was no boom because the cameras were far, weren't they? You guys are so funny. Everyone's, hi, Lance, hi, Lance. If they are around someone mic'd or if there was an open boom mic in close proximity, they were right next to each other on a very crowded street, no boom, and Bethany was mic'd and Jill was not. Camera Lance says they would be able to pick up some audio. Bethany was definitely mic'd. Okay, you guys, we need to rewatch this. Maybe I should play Lance the scene later and we'll do a TikTok about what he thinks. I'm so dying to know. I mean, microphones are pretty strong. These reality microphones are pretty strong and they can always like up the sound on the microphone. I'm going to later Lance will do a, a reaction video to get to know who's lying, Jill or Bethany. I tend to, in a sick way, believe Bethany here because I don't think Bravo is that stupid. I think Bravo is a, um, it's a big company. It's, there's a lot riding on like lying about these things. If you just show up and you film someone without having the, the consent or without like having them know, but why don't we know? Why don't we have it in an email format or a piece of paper? Like here is Jill's consent. She did it. All right. Um, okay. I'm going to go deeper into all of this deeper and harder. That's what she said. Um, for my Patreon episode later, it will be released either later tonight or tomorrow. So let me know if you guys join the Patreon at the $5 level, you get an extra episode every single week. If you join at the $10 level, you get an extra episode every single week. Plus 
you get invited to our very awesome, fun Zoom happy hour. The next one will be on August 18th, Friday, August 18th at 5 p.m. because most of you guys like the Friday idea. Hopefully you can make it. It's super fun. The last time we ca- we all got to chat, we all got to know each other. I think Lance will be shooting a show and out of town during that time. So I hope he'll be able to make it. But I'll be able to give you guys some some dirt from that. Thank you so much for being here. You guys are awesome. I appreciate you. And we will get more into Real Housewives of OC tomorrow. Apparently, there's a really emotional scene um, between Emily and her mother, which always is pretty uh, hard to watch. And then we will uh, talk about all the other things because there's always something to talk about. You guys, this is the best part about pop culture. Always something to talk about. There's never a lack of gossip. I love you guys. Have a great one, Dozer. See you tomorrow.